Fungi tail. Mushrooms seem to be in the news this week. We took a fungus expedition. Actually, it was more like fungi. Lovely day for a drive in the forest to see our friends, golden top, red, white and spotty. Well, the sun was high and the ground was damp and the tunes did play and the boys were amped as someone looked beyond their nightclub stamp. Hey guys, remember last time? That's where we nudie camped. Pull up over there, there's Claude the Crow with Daryl and Ozzy and Fat Cat and Agro. But too quickly down, the substances did go. So farther on, we decided to flow. Well, the ground was damp, the sun was big, and no, I've never seen buds on a fig. And yes, I think those aspirin were a little big, but there's a wolf dancing a jig. We should pull up. And so we did. Well, the wolf was on a party pipe with three pigs. He huffed and puffed, but the cone was big. Shit, I feel faint, and faint he did. The pigs pulled out weapons which they had hid. Someone said we should went. So went we did. Geez, mate, push too far. Pigs can be a little nasty. Shit, look, there's a talking pasty. Pull up over there. That's Humpty's search party. Well, lo and behold, king's horses and men with me standing there. So could we help then? Well, that'd be great, but as we've no horses spare, you'll need to take Dumbo and the wishing chair. It's probably best that you travel in pairs. Well, I was not one to let opportunities pass. I'd wanted that chair since I first met my ass. I elbowed the boys as I ran past. First in, best dressed. I'm first, you're last. Whilst I'll admit I was not dignified, what others don't know is I found Humpty alive. Half pissed and half stoned on my shoulder, he cried. Would they know me if I died? No one knows me whilst alive. Wish I could have been more diplomatic, but we were losing light. Honestly, Humpty, I don't know your story, but one day someone might. Well, thanks for your time, though it's been short. Could you just help me up, sport? So I reached down and I grasped Humpty's hand. Humpty's glove slipped off. Humpty fell. I ran. Once more wishing back with the boys once more on the road. Felt like we'd lost days and still no fungi stowed. Different tales to tell. Turn the stereo down. Someone found a pipe that they passed around. I met Heckle and Jekyll. I saw Krusty the Clown. Where'd you get to, buddy? I... Just looked down. Nobody cared. I did not speak. Nobody noticed my stomach was weak. To have not looked over that wall, I'd wish for a week. Hey, look over there by the creek. At last we knew all we'd been through was right. There they were, golden top, red, spotty and white, having a picnic to which they'd invite us, the only band they had booked on the night. There you go. Another Moses McCready original poem. Another original poem sparked between a conversation with the boys talking about how they used to imbibe mushrooms. One used to make tea and the other mate said he used to just eat them in the back seat by the handful. And I said, well, you were a bit of a... Uh, I said, you're a bit of a truffle pig then, Pete. All of a sudden we had a band name. Truffle and pig. Truffle pig. I like that. Yeah, and then uh, another rest in peace because me poor old rhythm guitarist, Pete Lavery... Passed away early. So that's another Moses moment. Get to shout in another departed dear one. Another one down. Died of a broken heart, I'd say, and, you know, fueled by a bit of uh, substance abuse towards the end of it. So yeah, a bit of sadness around our male population at times. And, yeah, indeed, Miss Pete Dealey. So there you go. Welcome to the Never Late Podcast. Thanks for indulging me. Episode 23, if I'm not mistaken. It is, mate. It's that Your magic number, mate. Who thought we'd do 23 episodes, and that's been said before too. Why is 23 magic? Uh, 23rd of the third, 69 for this bloke, and that's math. 
Richard, for Richard Kelly, give me 23 letters in my name for no good reason. Jesus. Him and I sharing a birthday on the 23rd. Yep. And, yeah, you start searching the number and it seems a lot of people think there's some significance in that number. We well, you know, on the 23rd too, don't you? I think well, this has come up, hasn't it? don't know. Yeah. So I'll say no then. Biden? Yeah, me too. Okay. It's 23 then. It 23 is. 23 all around. 23rd episode. Doesn't it all make sense now? <laughs> no, that's uncanny. Well, well, there you go. Well, now that, we've, now that Scotty's invited him into the conversation, welcome to the studio, Baden Roberts. Yeah, thank you. No worries at all. Pleasure to be here. No, good to have you. And we better get you a little bit closer to say good morning, Lily. Good afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Baden's lovely daughter's joined, joined us as well. Listeners young and old, it seems. Yep. <laughs> no, this is a bigger one. Yeah, definitely. So this is a bit of a preempt, I suppose, a bit of an intro to your next week's roaming Moses. Yeah, definitely there's a roaming Moses coming up with, uh, yeah, Lily discussing her 34 roads to build without giving too much away. Mm-hmm. And we went, Baden and I went through his car life as well, so. We did have a, uh, we, we did have a guest lined up with Scott, but it just, um. Life's a bit busy for people, so we've we've told young Cody just to knock on the door when he's free and got some time, Yeah, and we'll get him on. But when we start dropping 23s into the room, well, clearly this is the way it was meant to be. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Should have worn me Jordan sing There you go. Feel that J-O-R-O-2-3 on the HR. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I thought I could have solved the rego and kept the car. You probably could have. Yeah, just couldn't find you at the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do we got? General business. I guess we can we can uh, say we went down to Motorex for a bit of a squiz. Yeah, I got that on the list, mate. How good was that? Pretty flash. Mm. Summer Nats without the uh, mayhem. Well, yeah, like I said, I haven't been to Summer Nats, but it certainly, certainly could we qualify as a summon that type event, I suppose, couldn't you? Definitely yeah. a lot of, definitely a lot of the cars and the quality of the cars. Mm-hmm. But just not a lot not a lot of misbehaving, I guess. <laughs> More of a static display, I suppose, where there's a bit of cruising around with summon that's I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, still a good day. Um no. video up on YouTube if you haven't seen it already, go and check it out. It is about fifty minutes long, but yeah. Anyway, hard not to get a Hard to get a short video out of that day. But yeah, and I think we worked out. We need a little bit more banter and a little bit more activity on the yeah, ground, I suppose. But we'll we'll get there. And who did we bump into down there? Oh, we bumped into a few. Uh, the the king of expression session. Yes, Aiden. Aiden. So it's good to have a chat to him. A couple of other uh, listeners. Yeah, no, we had some followers turn up and announce themselves to us, which is really good. So, um. Yeah, no, it was good. Getting sort of tapped on the shoulder was a bit weird, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Sign any autographs? No, we just gave out a couple of gave stickers. Gave out some stickers. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. Did a couple of sticker drops around the car park and yeah, handed a few out. No, it was good, definitely. Car update, no updates with Nash. You've had a had a bit of work happening on the Nash weight, haven't you? Yeah, you just got that flex drive in it and got a uh, flex plate in it and got it all bolted up and everything running tight and checked everything over. But took the boys out of the club meeting last night and flexing it across the town, smiling hard. So, yeah, everything seems well. It's still spotting on the ground. Is it? Yeah, so i have to get back under it and find out where this little bit of oil's coming from. Mm. Just think the pump on the block, maybe it's just not quite flush. Might need a yeah. bit of a surface or something, so... 
Yeah, well, yeah, not much to report with the Chevette. It's roadworthy, so he's got his new plates now. Yep. So um, that's all changed over. Uh, taking the scoop off, put an air cleaner on it. Yeah, you know, I like that look a bit better. Yeah, I think I posted a couple of those photos. I don't mind. Yeah, I just put a put a new one on today. That, oh, the new one's on it now. That, um, yeah, mate, John at um, Auto Parts. Yep. Got in for me, so I can give the other one I borrowed off off Dave back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, I've just got to um, got to change the. Uh, well, I've got to get a new belt to get the AC working you know, slash heater, and um, yeah, yeah, everything's cool. Might take the opportunity too. Bit of a wrap on the Chick Henry episode, mm. the Chick Henry celebration that seemed to go down pretty well, mate. Yeah, had a few. Um, Few people inbox and comment and say thanks for doing it. So yeah, you know, we got a few downloads too. Yeah, well, a bit higher than average, which is good. I figure, like with everything, if we get one comment of appreciation and we get no hate mail, we're mm. probably going the right way. So yeah. uh, happy with that. Uh, you want to introduce our guest a bit more? Yeah, I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. <laughs> oh, you got some more. You still got. Um, I was going to put in about uh, Benny Hewlett. Um, ah, yes, yes, the, the trip, the ride that he's doing at the moment, the Black Dog ride. Yep. Uh, raising money and awareness. I did put a donation on our behalf too, I've got to tell you. Oh, fantastic. Well <laughs> done, mate, because I see it's starting to feel bad when I'm watching those numbers climbing. And no, I'm I did. Not there yet. I did put a little donation in just on our behalf. So, um, oh, yeah, I forgot to, uh, forgot to let you know that one. And, now, good. and now our guest, uh, the uh, president of the Ballarat Road Riders, Mr. Baden Roberts, can probably discuss the next mention of uh, general business I've got, but I put the fridge swap mate down. Because we've got that coming When's up. When's that? Next month, isn't it? Yeah. June. 24th of June. 24th of June. Yeah. Haven't held it for two years due to COVID, obviously. Um, looking forward to it. Lots of feedback so far. Yep. Usually, usually gets a lot of people there. Yeah. You've got to get in early, get a car park up the top. But, um, yeah, lots of feedback. So Yeah, no, it's a good one. Hanging. Yeah. Especially for a lot of people will be hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially for a local one. So yeah, good. Yeah, I can remember going going to that as a kid with me um with me uncle when he was doing up his falcon. Yep. Walking up and down the, the ramps. Got plenty of support now, mate. You reckon on board? A few more members stepping up or need a few more on the list? No, no. No, yep. it's all good. Yep. Just about every member's put their name down to pitch in and help. So Yeah, no, awesome. Um we're just shy of eighty members now, which is good. Yep. So Got a raffle going too. Anyone wants to buy a raffle ticket, you know, that won't bump into me, by all means, send me a message. Sign. Yep. From there, and you see me. What's the uh, what's the prize and the tickets? What's the go? Well, a free. A fridge. <laughs> 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 we had a fridge at the fridge. Oh, yep. Yeah. We, we thought we'd take the Mickey out of ourselves. So, yeah. Uh, bar fridge with the big logo on the front of it. Oh yeah. Cool. First prize, and then um, Lee at Lee's Auto Detailing. He's um, donated second prize. Yep. So, and then third prize would be a merch pack. Cool. Yep. So limited tickets. Um, there will be tickets on the day, but if you bump into one of the members, they they should have a book on them, and yeah. That's it. Jump in. I did see a couple knocking them back last night. <laughs> yeah, you get that. Yeah, no, that's all right. People no. are busy. No, the ones that are fired are up are really fired up. So yeah, it'll all play out. Definitely. Oh, very good. And anything else to discuss before we jump into this magazine? Because we're not we're not doing a Never Late Eight with Spaden. We've already done it. That's that'll be in the next episode. Yeah, no, I even had that on my last order of business, which is that we've got the roaming Moses coming up with Lily and Baden. So pretty excited to hear that one drop. 
Yep. No, that'll be good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like the sound of my own voice, so I don't think I'm no going to listen to it. Well, tell you what, <laughs> it's the thing to get used to. I'll tell you what, if people can't tolerate, yeah, people can't tolerate Blaine 57 chefs and stories around them in our podcast, you know, they've probably already left. Uh, yeah, but the, I love the sound of that car, but the sound of your own voice, like that's, you, know, you guys are 23 episodes deep. You know, <laughs> I've worry. walked into a studio, I've never done this before. So don't so worry, um, we're, still, we're still green. So it's commendable. <laughs> no, you're doing a good thing. It really is for the car scene, it's awesome. But yeah, also probably spoiler alert, it's what happens when you sell the wrong car and you, know, you spend nine years and seven months trying to buy it back. So you know, it's it's definitely, it belongs in our podcast. I've got no it's never going it. to leave me that, is it? I'm never going to hear that. <laughs> Uh, all good so not quite happy there to swing into the magazine if you want to mate Radio. well uh we'll let our guests go first what was your top car for the magazine mate i'll have to you I'll have had to, more than one i'll have to make a slight apology for our guest too because he had the criteria but he's been getting pretty pumped between club duties and between uh flowing paint on him uh he's he's working his butt off so he he actually had it open at the bat at the bar when i got there <laughs> I, like i said i'd literally walked out of the spray booth i just painted a friend's car <laughs> and i got home and thought grouse i've got about half an hour to flick through this mag i can get on top of it that's all i know it's all right and then i had a friend skype call me from canada yeah haven't spoken to him for a year or so and then chris <laughs> turned up I'm like man i haven't I've, I've literally flicked the book open oh, but um anything that took your fancy straight off the, oh, the monaro like how can you not love a tubbed monaro absolutely you know i haven't got into the full rate of the article yet but i mean that i mean any wonder it's on the front cover but um it really doesn't get much better to me. Yeah, well, I've I've picked that as uh, probably the obvious one. Did you find the top car in there yourself, Lily? Yeah. Do you have a bit of a flick? Do you have a favourite? Yeah, I had a flick. Don't yeah, There it is. Yeah. What's Lily's what page number? The Grimace Falcon. The Grimace Falcon. 62. Yeah, well, we can go to 62 because that was my number one. Oh, so we're going to roll into that anyway. Yeah, so there you go. Is it 62? No. No, 60. 36, sorry. 36. I'm reading the meeting instead of off to the side. Yeah, this is my second. Yeah, well, I think, I mean... Probably what sold me straight away was the fact that you and I with that Lloyd's Auctions bloody ad buying each other XAGTs in some kind of purple. Then we're talking about Dave's purple being closer to a grimace colour. Mm. And then all of a sudden we get the net, you know, I get the magazine and there it is. I thought, well, I'm going to pick that car on just those criteria alone. But um, absolute complete resto. Uh, it's got the big cube upgrade. So. Four hundred and fifty-four yeah. cubic inch Ford Cleveland. It sounds, the numbers make it sounds sound a bit good. weird. Four fifty-four Cleveland. Yeah, four fifty-four Cleveland. I just uh, but the white before, we get, before we get too deep into it, I just got a note here. Uh, great edition. I found it really hard just to pick anything out of oh. the magazine. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. one of the better ones we've had. I mean that that red Monaro, and we saw it last weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got open to the contents page and it's just... I mean, seeing that car in the flesh was just... Seeing all those cars in the flesh, with it, it just puts them on a different level. I mean, these photos, they look fantastic. I'm just looking um, at the plethora of Moses' post-its. <laughs> like, it's, it's more post-its. I wonder what time we're getting out of here. Yeah, well. Yeah. It is a big magazine, but yeah, like this... 
This Monaro and the and the XA for me is definitely my two top picks, and they're both outstanding builds. But I don't know. That's I mean that side profile picture of the uh, the Monaro down the bottom there, like that. That's unreal. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely that side shot. Yeah. So Tony Murs XAGT in Wild Plum. Definitely I got that. That was definitely for me. What's the Monaro, mate? You got the Joven Vassar, I think. That's know. right. Yep. Picks by Chris Thorogood on the Monaro and our ben, our friend Ben Osking on the uh, XA. Yep. Um and once again, like I know there's a lot of Photoshop and all that involved and cleaning things up, but how good do the pictures look? Yeah. Well, when I first looked at that XA, I was a bit up in the air about it because, as we discussed down at MotorX, wheels can be too big. Yep. For me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the more I read about this book and that uh, build and the more I looked at the car, I thought, nah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, I'm sort of two ways on those late model Bathurst globes too because, I mean, they dish in a bit. I'd still like to see them flat because the first ones that I ever saw that were dished were four-wheel drive, like a four-wheel drive take on a Bathurst globe. So you could still have flat centres and have them dished and I think they'd probably be a good wheel. Um, also, I put a second top car because I do that. But page sixty-eight, I went for Jasmine Greens. Ah, yes, Hilux. I put that in a special mention. Ah, uh, highly commendable. Because uh, once again, we saw this down at Motor X, and absolute top-notch build. Yeah, and read the story. Yeah, pretty good story. And <laughs> you read the story, and I mean, you look at it, you think, oh, it's a modified Hilux, but. The stuff that she's done to it is pretty and that, amazing. And that's the thing, the stuff that she's done to it like yeah. herself, you know, like she's an upholsterer as well. She's busy. Stretched front guards and, but, oh, I mean, it's probably more so what hasn't she done. It's probably more so what is actually standard on that car would be the better question, yeah. I think. Yeah, no. um, true custom, and it was certainly not out of place down at Motorex. I no. thought it was... Very, uh, very well done. Great to see it. And reading the story, she can't wait to get get in and just drive the wheels off. It. She doesn't. She's over the shows and keeping it clean. She, yeah. she. Uh, I think she said she just went up to the uh, Grampians. I think not long ago did eight hundred k and the, the bumpers scratched and the chassis scratched and that's the way she wants it to be. So yeah. good on her. Yeah, but even the, the quote there, the main quote, you know, I bought the Hilux in 2012. It was covered in enamel primer and had a really bad tray on the back, you know, like, yeah, hell of a turnaround. Lightweight Leroy was a bit excited. Well, yeah, with he's... the Rodeo to see a mini truck in street yeah. machine because he's still wondering where he fits nowadays. So. And it just goes to show that, you know, anything can get in this magazine if it's good enough. Like it's had hot rods, it's had... Yeah, street cars or whatever. It's had sort of stock looking cars and yep. and it's got drag cars and it's and it's got mini trucks. Like it doesn't matter. No, that's it, mate. If it's a good enough build, it'll get in. Absolutely. Uh is that all you had? Anyone else have any other picks? No, no. Baden, anything else besides Oh look, I'm flicking through now. even the index, like it's a it's a good selection of cars. It's not it's just unreal. <laughs> yeah. You sort of can't like like I said, that Monaro took my eye straight away, obviously tubbed and yeah. like a, a pro street, but um, even the Alex Tirana, like I've got a thing for Alex Tiranas. 
I've got a thing for mini trucks. I've got a thing for everything. I'm yeah. I'm pretty open minded. Yeah. And just looking at it the definitely covers all bases. Yeah, that yeah but the build on that Hilux, man, it's crazy. The the sheet metal work and stuff like. And if she's going to drive the ring out of it, even better. Yeah. You know, I love that they do that and build them ten out of ten and show them. Yeah. And then get in them and use them. Yeah. Because other than that, they're expensive ornaments. I think it was Leroy that dropped the comment. You got to beat them like they owe you money. <laughs> That's yeah. a version of it. Yeah. Not bad at all. Probably a better one than a redheaded stepchild, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Although some of them still deserve beating. I'll <laughs> go uh, with you. Um, right yeah, but that orange, hat, that orange hatchback definitely made it into my special mentions as well, though. The SMA. Yeah, yes. My special mentions are pretty long this yeah, month. No. <laughs> I usually try and keep myself a bit restrained, but not for this one. Anyway, uh, I want we move on to best best of the build. Page one thirty one ish. That'd be inter- interesting one too, because if we have a bit of a look across, then you yeah, announce ours, Baden. You might find one in there, but um, all of them. Um, what did I pick for best of the build? Can't even remember. I'd- Good on them. They're all in the shed having a crack. Ah, oh, yeah. I picked, uh, well, I don't know how to spell his pronounced last name, Denny Najowski. Najowski. His XR Falcon with the twin turbo. Uh... Oh. Twin turbo VR. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, no, that's a cool car. Another Coyote. Coyote, yeah. Yeah. That, the Coyotes are starting to turn into the next LS, aren't they? Yeah, I know. You, you won't probably, probably you're, a better engine. You haven't stopped talking about them, so no wonder it's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I'm a big, like I said, the, our Mustang's completely stock, and it, I can imagine what you can get out of them. Like, they're pretty sedate tune, and they, they go really well. So with a bit of bit of prompting, they'd be awesome. Yeah, well, I, had, I had a couple. I went for uh, Josh Blundell's LX. Which is uh, page one thirty one, but I seem to have thought I was going to ro- I was going to read stuff out, but I always find the magazine a bit far from my head. So uh, mm. in two thousand, I replaced, I repainted it. Just three months later, it was damaged and needed to be repaired. So I decided to do a full resto on it, um, pulled the whole thing down to start the process. But unfortunately, got very busy in life, car put into storage, could never sell it. Um, so that was from two thousand last year. Finally got it back out. Um, it's got a nice little 253 that he's now put in it. It's not so fast, but it sounds good, which is all that matters. Love that. So he's put the thong slapper in it from its original 202, and, yeah, didn't mind it. Probably pretty, pretty true, really. Description of a 253, they sound awesome, but they don't really go too fast. You would have put one in Donnie and just for the noise. Yeah, exactly. That's all we were playing for, the sound. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They do sound good. But also I wanted to go to 132 for the father-daughter HD resto. Yep. Um, she remembers them fondly as a kid. Mum and dad have picked one out. HD Prem doing a resto. So Natalie Webb working on that with her old boy. That's pretty cool. Always like those build stories. Very similar to a couple of people we've got sitting in the studio that are maybe going to be building cars together. You <laughs> didn't quite that far progressed yet, is it? No. <laughs> no, no, but it's already parts. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, tune into the next episode of Roaming Moses to hear the details around that roads to build. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, you get a few in this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then takes your eye, Baden. 
I'll look, I might just send a horsepower, so yeah, the old XR Falcon's pretty good, but even that VZ Club Sport, I sort of skipped past it until I seen what was under the hood. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 6.7 litre stroker. Yeah, I was just having a quick squip, uh, uh, skip over that. Yeah, Harrop blower on it. Harrop blower, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aiming for around 600 rear wheel kilowatts. It's a fair effort. Yeah. No, that's good. Very impressive. Yeah, no, it's ripper coverage. I think we've gone well. Move on to Raiders Prime, mate. Yep, can do that one next, mate. Do you want to start us? Yep, I've got yeah, but two here. One, page 148. Listen to that page, freaking Scotty. Listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's snap. 148, the old uh, 253 tow truck. I yeah, no. absolutely love it. Love oh. the uh, the old Chevy at armor light wheels on it. Yeah, I had a big flashback straight away to Beaufort. I was wondering yeah, whether that was one. the one that was at Beaufort, yeah. but no, it was blue. And there's a you see a few of these old tow trucks getting around. There's, I think there's a red one in town. Yeah, looks pretty good. I Do like it. Do you reckon the patina's trying a bit hard? Yeah, look, I I was. I wasn't really wrapped on the patina. Like it's obviously sort of man-made patina by the looks of it. I could be wrong, but I still love it. I reckon. Uh, yeah, it's... no, I still love it. You yeah. know what I'd do to that? I'd yeah. put a chin spoiler on it. Yeah. GDS chin spoiler on it. Yeah, no, that'd be tight. Um, well, no, they just they just look cool. The old toes, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then the next one was over the page, Corey Van. Genderin, yep, XA Fairmont. Yeah, no, it's not. It's a very yeah. nice car. So sorry, it was Maddie Simons on the uh, on the Tunner tow truck. Oh, yep, yep. My old boss has actually got uh, virtually that same car in Calypso green. Oh yeah, yeah, another no, color. Um, yeah, well, if we go to the next page, I had uh, Aaron Marmara's Dodge Dart. So on page one fifty one. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a tough car. Got like Adelaide, an early dart. Adelaide hubcaps. Yeah, the sixty seven dart. So just the stands. Four ninety four stroker. Yeah. You know, she's cool. Hmm. And that's what I did. I mean, I got into the same work a bit early, so it takes me a little bit to remember why I picked what I picked. But I can just yeah, photo by Luke Hunter. But yeah, just a tough looking car. Yeah, I'm sort of like with you on the because um, I jumped into it a bit earlier than usual. I usually cram the night before, but I'm uh, I don't know whether that's why because I've spent a bit more time on it. Whether I've noticed more or whether it's just a good a good addition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. About you, mate, Baden. Anything takes your fancy there? Yeah, I'm just having a flick, even over on one fifty three. Yeah, Alex Turnbull's XC. Yeah, nice car. Yeah, no, it's definitely a tidy car. Yeah, just having a quick flick over, personal best of 1187 and 111. 408 Clevo. Yeah, that's cool. A little bit of damage doing so, but pulled it out and changed her up a little bit. Oh, yeah, there we go. Run the reverse pattern turbo 400 as well. So, yeah, there's, yeah this magazine's crammed with some good stuff. Mm. Uh, Real good stuff. It's a ripper. That Dodge Dart's pretty tough too. Yeah. yeah like that. Definitely. And black. 
not a colour I'd have. I know what it's like to look after, but <laughs> geez, it looks good. Jeez, it looks good. And then out for Reader's Pride? No, I only went with the one, mate. I Move did. on to Sunday. Sunday sesh. I just put down all of it. Yeah, well, I'm going to page one. <laughs> well, actually, I've got a specific mention on page 159 of Noel Inman's Tall T. Sitting there by the silo. Yeah. What a legend. For the amount, well, that's it. For the amount of cases he does across this country in pursuit of beating on that car, um, just to see it propped up by the silos, you know, the whole, whole Aussie flavour of that photo. You got any personal stories, Baden, around Noel? I've got old videos from years ago, drag racing him out at Ballarat. Yeah. It was always... Um, he was light and quickie, but uh, light and quickie, light light and quick. Yeah, and I was heavy, but sort of had the grunt to catch him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we were always at each other. It was good. Yeah. But over the years, Noel's played with that and played with it and tweaked it and like it wheel stands now. Yeah, I know. Like it's real. it's awesome for for something that shouldn't do what it does. <laughs> and I have actually been for riding it many yeah. moons ago. We went on a cruise and I said, I've got to go in this thing and we done the Great Ocean Road in it. Man. It's scary. Yeah. It's a good looking when, thing. Well, when you're sitting at the dashes at your knees, so the rest of you is up. Well, looking at just up over just the belt. Glass. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's, it's different, but. I think um, he had an issue too at the end of drag week. He was sort of, yeah, he was not happy. He had some sort of mechanical failing, but then also backed up by the fact that, you know, the amount of Ks he's done and had no issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had a bit of a niggly one at the end. I just can't quite put my bloody finger on what it was, but did speak to him in the pits at Heathcote. <laughs> Yeah. No, that old Sunday too far away section was awesome. I probably, I probably went was gravitating towards the uh, the blue HJ there by uh, Chris Thorogood there on the first page, but like I said, I couldn't pick a bad picture out of that one. Yeah, that's a nice rolling. Drag shot. challenge just looks like a good time. Yeah, but even the boys we couldn't get up there. Even the boys with the green wagon shot by Michelle. Um, Probic, just yeah, indication of just bloody all the team spirit of that event too. That sort of says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's actually a good page of shots. That one. Yeah, yeah. like that the Falcon down there with the trailer on. It's a good pick. Yeah, and she actually caught the lad on page one sixty two shooting the drag strip too, which you know, again, that's just more of the young generation coming through. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Liked it a lot. Yep. Same, same. Um, what else we got next? Tough shot. Tough shot. Page 108, if I can jump in. 108, go with you. You're ready and prepared. This one should make sense. I only went with one. It was interesting. That's Arana wheel stand. Yeah, got to, got to be the age, but up off the line. Did that bring back memories, Chris? Yeah, it did indeed, because the old man reckons that mine pulled up, mine talked up that hard leaving the buddy start line at the airport. That when the fuel pump cut out, it instantly lost power and came back down. He thought it was going to roll over the other way. So that's how much weight it had as it carried itself back over to the buddy down to the left. But uh, yeah, you know, that a little bit of a pang on the heart, that one. But also, um, Evil GQ, the rolling shot on page eight, just because I saw that car perform, like at Heathcote, that patrol. But it was like it was struggling. It was struggling to get off the line, but at about you know eighty feet, and it all just came on right there. You should forgot it picked up pace. Well, that was down at um, Heathcote. Motor X, wasn't it? Yeah, some serious work gone into that thing. Yeah, it was. 
Should be heavy, hey? So when it, a bit of a slow starter. Yeah, when it, but when it really starts to hook air, yeah, it's going to be a force to be reckoned with. But we say 2,650 horsepower, that trial. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes on. Like I say, you get about 80, 100 foot and it all comes on there because they just couldn't get it up going off the line. But, geez, she'd, she'd finish hard. Is that an house there, mate? No, no, that's kind of got me clear about. Just trying. I went to page forty-two listed here, but let me just have a look. Oh, it's the uh, the purple capri rolling along with all the shit on the roof. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I can sort of take or leave capris, but when they're done right, geez, they look good. Yeah, and that that <laughs> that thing looks tough sitting still. I think. Yeah, no, it just looks right. I think I had somebody mentions of that too in there somewhere. Um, Run sevens. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, Mark Whitler owns the Capri. What else did I get? And it's just a Shafiroff 540. Like, it's no electronic whiz-bang gadgets. It's just big great. Yeah, so it's a cool car. I did have another one on page 53 up the top, picture number four. Is uh, Mark Johnson in his FC with the uh, Nos snorting out on the track? <laughs> that is a, that's a tough picture. That. Yeah, that is. That's nearly a bloody jet snort, isn't that's it? Straight to the pool room. That. <laughs> Anything for you, baby? Oh, look, when it gets to drag challenge, I like them all. Yeah. Now, page fifty-eight, picture number four. That's what I mean. Like all the all the drag challenge pictures could be a tough shot. Bryce's HJ GDS, picking the left-hand front wheel, two foot in the air. But then it can get to as yeah. simple as page 11 with that little Capri, just a little rear shot, you know, big tubs, run sevens. Yeah. Wheels, fuel all strapped to the roof. Like, oh, I love that shit. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, no, and a simple little shot like that says it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spot on. And then Daniel Cass's coupe, number one. Yeah. On page 58 as well. Yeah. Big block. Smoking the tyres. Carbureted. And as far as I know, he won the naturally aspirated. Yeah, yeah, he, he went uh, in class. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he got shouted out on our, other, our previous episode. He got shouted out at the club rooms and buddy. Yeah, you know, good to see a fellow, fellow at Road Riders member out there. It's really, until crack. you start looking at this book, it's surprising how often Ballarat comes, gets mentioned Yeah, in this magazine. <laughs> So I did. I never noticed it until we started doing the reviews, and then it's like Ballarat, or there's a Ballarat connection somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, Condors, Hodges, you know, like there's always there. Yeah, something will come up where there's been a bit of work done around here. So. Yes. Oh, Jesus! You'd expect that. There's a lot of cars in Ballarat. Yeah, it's a huge yeah. car culture. And if you're not sticking to one genre of car, you're going across the board. Well, jeez. Mm. Yeah. Some blokes, twenty thousand khq ends up in the back pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Condors had a pretty big statement, didn't they, with that um, custom that was down there at Motor X? And Mer- uh, Mercury, was Mercury, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, was a no- that was a very nice car. Yeah. Um, being a dark green seat and I've seen it down there in that tent, the lighting wasn't, obviously wasn't in the elite all, but still the lighting played, played to those cars. I mean, if you had have seen a ripple or something in that car, that's where you would have seen it. Yeah. Like that thing's just straight as narrow. They've done a fantastic job with that car. Yeah, absolutely. Any um, credit to them? 
Yeah, definitely not very. Just the display. Like, did you see the boot? Yeah. You've got the oil cans and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just the, uh, the just the, those little things looked looked really good. Yep. And the next, I guess we can go on honourable mentions, can we? Yeah, now we can do honourable mentions. Yeah, Lily's cracking the can. Lily's cracking a can of shit. Into it. Like me when I was Early ten. Dark. <laughs> like me when I was ten. <laughs> Don't drink. Uh, it's it's bad. Oh, you can go first, mate, with your honourable mentions. Yeah, I've got a few. Well, I went on to um, oh, the broadcast section. Andrew Broadley's just talking about um, Heathcote Park Racing. Say what? Isn't things going on up there? You've been following them on their socials? Yeah, yeah. Just about to, well, they've, I think they've done one side of the track, brand new asphalt or bitumen. I don't know what you call yeah. it. I don't know what the difference is. But you know, she's all going on there. Flash, new concrete and new lights and, geez, he's pumped some cash, you know. Yeah, all on for the 21st, the summer. That slam, burnouts, car show. Hoping to get up there fuel. for that, hopefully. And it's not like Top Fuel returns to Heathcote. It's like Top Fuel at Heathcote. Mm. You know, because there it was near the track was never there. So, mm. no, that's incredible. No, full credit it's to Lance Warren. He's doing a fantastic job up there and it's paying off for him, like, because people are going. Yep. People like the, you know, the weekend testing tunes. It's how many people are getting there for that? Yeah. Like, and just that flexible camping bit where, you know, it's a two day event, you know, you can go and camp out over the back of the track, you mm. know, and the live music through the night. And yeah. yeah, they're really making a point of difference there. So, it's going to be awesome. Um, went to page 10 if you're keen to bear with me. You might as well go through all yours, mate, then we can just... I'll pull up at some point, but this is just more stuff on Drag Challenge, which I suppose is still fresh page in our conversation. 10. But um, Adam Rogash with the All Show VK and Mark Whitler with the Run 7s Capri. Mm. Um, the fact that I think they're 0.005, like five thousandths of a second going into day three. One with the twin turbo LS, one with just a big grunty. I was going to say, in two completely different, two completely different cars, mm-hmm. split by five thousandths of a second into day three. Into day three, but Luke Foley with the VH um, broke opinion, had a few issues, ended up winding up day two, fourth overall. Um, came in on day three and ran seven sixty eight, one hundred and eighty three mile an hour, and frightened the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think. I don't, I don't know. I think he, he gets gives us a bit of support too, doesn't he? I think he's attached to our Instagram and stuff, Absolutely. Luke Foley. I yeah, I think so. That's yeah. their cop with the Commodore, yeah? Yeah, the yeah. VH. Yep. But, yeah, it just came out on day three and smashed a 768 and they all had the, up the game attached. But, yeah, he ended up finishing third overall. But that's yeah. off the back of a broken pinion and diff rebuild, you know, so on day two. So, no, that was really good. Again, good coverage, you know, mm. same as the – the US, but he, you know, drag and drive events. It's just yeah. good to see the coverage in there when you've been watching the videos and getting the updates. Happy with that. Yeah. Next. Page 11. Yeah. <laughs> you can step in any time. Uh, we just might as well get yours going. We need to get through them stick it notes. You, you, you seem to go in order and mine is a little bit all over the shop. So you yeah. Know, you know what you, where yours are. We'll just get yours. No, I'm away. happy to let this run after a while, but um, Valet, oh, page 12 actually will go. Um, sad passing of Adam Locke. Mm. Um, who had that Panaro that was on the iconic of, cover. Big fan of his car back in the day. Yeah, big fan of that cover as well, so I suppose. Oh, that, that cover is awesome, yeah. Yeah, tragic passing in the floods in February. Um, 
but also really beautiful timing because you turn over to page 16 and Simo's done the snapshots yep. article. Simon Major's done a snapshots article on Adam Locke. Beautifully rounded. Um, seems his lad's into cars too. He's got a 300 kilowatt STI Subaru. Or was it just WRX, one of them? One of them. Yeah, that's it. So, yep, sad passing of a legend. What you got next? Uh, 14, the bronze for the lake. It's Tirana. Hatchback. Tony Green, 253 hatch. Shot by Ashley Wilson. Yeah, so it's the people like us. Yep. Format. Um, interviewed by Simon Major. But, no, nah, just liked his hatch. Like the way he likes his hatch. It's a good read. Yeah. Without giving away too much detail that I probably, and the detail's not directly in mind, but definitely well worth a mention. Good colour for a hatch too. Yeah, that's it. It's nice to know the constabulary drive around in cool hatchbacks. <laughs> There'll be more of that. <laughs> Page 21, we've got a letter. A letter, look out. Yep. Oh, it's 21 one that hasn't got a number on it too. Uh, no, it's got a number. Your first page of your stuff. Oh, yep. There we go. Hang on. Yeah, no, here we go. Yeah, so the letter of the month, uh, Kevin James. Uh, one day for my two cents on the future of affordable quality car builds in today's market. It seems to be a real struggle to find a reasonably priced rear-wheel drive car in good nick that's over 25 years old, and I'm looking at UV and Commodore sellers. But he just loves the fact that that patrol was built. Um that the Hilux is a build, mm. you know. Oh, people I mean, are starting to think outside the box a bit, look I guess. Look at the Smody winner. Like, what did, what did Chad Rivett say that it actually cost him after he's all his buying and selling, wheeling and dealing? It cost him six grand. Six grand. Like, that's what he's out of pocket. And he's won Smody. Yeah. Like, it can be done. It just depends how much you want to do it yourself. Like, um, I guess we see all these cars and, yeah, they're built by... You know, downtown customs will be built by ProFlow. And, and look, that's that's great. If you got the money, if I had the money to do it, yeah. I'd be sending it to one of these blokes too because, you know, I'm not mechanically minded. But then you've got likes of Baden over here who's handy on the tools. Yeah. He could certainly, you know, put something together. Oh, no, if I could afford to pay someone else to do it, I would. I think everyone, if everyone could afford. Um, Rowie was, tell was telling me, you love it. You love it. You I do. Snapshot of the paint that you laid on there today. Oh, I do. I love it, nothing more than being in that It's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you nearly make me like silver, and I'm anti-silver. The other flip of the coin is I'd love to be able to do it. Yeah. You know, I say that because I can't do it. Whether I, if I could do it, maybe I would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people look. No, like, oh, I wish I'd love to be able to play guitar. It's like, well, just go and learn it. And they say, you know, but you've been doing this and you sing and you do this, and it's like, well. Yeah, but I just I don't know what I'm doing. I just do it. Yeah. If you go to the letter over a couple of pages, Munch Delaney, I just wanted to address this because Munch Delaney was concerned because Street Machine referred uh, plastic, to I did plastic. I read I read <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm just at the Never Late podcast, you know, Never Late with the three oh eight. We're quite comfortable with the term plastic in relation mm. to Holden V eights. It's been around forever. But yeah, every now and again you find someone who didn't quite get the educate. <laughs> Yes. Next. Uh, next. Uh, okay. Take. Oh, there we go. I can turn this page, mate. Let's start. Oh, we're halfway. 
Oh, <laughs> you keep an, you keep in can of the pages, flicks. Page page twenty four. I called it great reading, but it really looks uh, like you could have just started at one and gone through. How many oh pages? yeah, no, nah, here we go. It's the Monaro. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy someone's doing that car. Well, when cars get attacked all the time, just the comments that were coming back about that post is just heartwarming stuff. Mm. No one's saying find it, burn it, kill it. You know that it doesn't deserve doing. Um, what page were I saying it was? It's 24. It's an unmarked page. But I'll read Ian Courses. It's great to see period period mods on cars. These specials are so much harder to preserve than a factory-conditioned car. Both are needed to keep the motoring history of the time yep. for current and future it's generations. There's space enough for both. Yep, that's it. As that's we keep saying, there's only sort of one side of the team seems to appreciate both, though. That's the problem. Yes. Yep. Yep. Page fifty-four. I gave Noel Inman another shout for some reason. So that's um, yeah. You know, just that driving shot. Gave that. Gave that three ticks on page fifty-four up the top oh, yeah, there. Yep. And that's yeah. Give you a bit of an idea of how you sit in that car. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, one for you. AO page seventy-four. Chrysler's on the Murray. Uh, the event was cancelled and it went unofficial. Yeah, no, I saw the, the backyard boys. Yep. Guys went through one to through and I watched the video on it. How good's that charger quarter panel on page 74? Well, if you actually go to the the, the old rusty one you're talking yeah. about, yeah, they have a bit of a walk around that car. There's, I'm pretty sure there's wood in the um, in the sills. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's just been dragged out of a shed somewhere. Yeah. I'm just looking at where it's all eaten through on top. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah. it's, it's certainly seen better days. That one. Eighty-four. Love this hatch. Eighty-four. I'm hoping I'm oh, yes. some of your mentions. Yes, no, you dropped off the mention. There you go. Oh, I've got one of yours. Jeez, it took me long enough. Uh, where are we? But with the Merlin four twenty-seven big block. That. Let's cross that one out. Now. Good car. Yeah, period. Once period. again, orange on a hat looks good. Mm. Yeah. And the fat block tucked in there. And it's been through uh, a few different setups, reading the story. Seems to sort of change it up every five or so years by the sound of it. Yep. But how nice is that motor? Yeah, no, gorgeous. And a manual. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. That's it. That's three pedal for the win. You've always got to give extra credit for three pedals. Yep, truly. Manuel on a big block, that'll be fun. Yeah. All my cars are manuals. I've had to had a power glide for a while, but the auto almost had the almost hid the performance of the car. There you go. Yeah, well, I was only sort of relaying some stuff to Mark Hendry about my old three twenty seven, the twelve and halves and the solids and the manual in that HZ of mine. Yeah. The Larrikin fun we used to have in that car. And then 350, turbo 350, lazy car, mm. big top end, but just, I don't know. Yeah, I think it just depends what you want to do with it. I think clearly if you're going to go drag racing, you know, auto's the way to go if you're really serious about it. Um, apologies to Bruce Howie. He doesn't know what you're saying, Bruce. Apologies know, to like, Bruce, you're an exception. <laughs> I mean. Jericho five-speed running these bloody tens. Well, I mean, that, you don't even call that a manual. That's a that's a freaking 
God he, damn, what you call he's, that? He's a freaking nature for his hair. That's that's that's, uh, that's past the manual. That's so I can shift like he shifts. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. If yeah. you go on drag racing, it's auto. Generally, yeah, if you go on track racing, it's it's the manual, or you yeah. know, if you're on a bit more fun and uh, and that out of it, um, the manual's generally the way to go. And at the end of the day, it's whatever you want to drive. Did you pause at page 92, did you, AO, with the uh, Lambo Dord Mustang? Dord Mustang. Sounds like. Oh, yeah, no. I I do like the car, but I just I just had too much stuff. And um, Yeah, I know. I do like the build and another, another barrel swap. Yeah, the 67's got the barrel swap in it. Yeah. Um, what I'm affectionately calling the Bazza. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's actually um, that was actually one of Lennon's picks. There you go. Oh, there you go. But yeah, putting the, uh, put the Bazaar into the bloody Mustang. It's different. Yeah, I don't know. I just like people sort of thinking out the box. Yep. Certainly, a, a Barrow in one of them things would go pretty damn well. They're not a big car. But yeah, look, I don't know about the Lambo doors. No, maybe a bit two thousand for me. Each to their own, as we say. Yeah. Age ninety four. The sixty eight charger clearly needed some kind yes, of. Yes, I've had that one, so we'll cross that one. Yep. Again. Louis Dimitriou, that and a bit of a heartbreak story that one. Oh, well, you'd be able to enlighten me a bit because I didn't necessarily. Ah, uh, well, he, he cut a long story short. He want he decided he wanted a a, a black charger, so he got. Put on to this fella over in the states, flew over the states, went through what he wanted, worked out the price, and was assured it was going to be a show car build. Went to pick it up off the docks. It was a piece of shit. Paint was stuffed. Wouldn't run. When they did get it running, it ran absolutely terrible. Uh, the engine was just a sprayed, resprayed engine out of a motorhome that was half shagged and. Yeah. So, he, but he, yeah, you, you read the story. He finally got it right, and where he wants it, and he's um, the the tunnel rams are on it, which I'm a big fan of. Yep, uh, looking good. Yeah, car would start, and when we finally got it going, it drove appallingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We're crossing. What about with your old boy Baden? Has he been bitten? Has he been bitten a few times along the way, or he's just been doing it that long now? He's he's actually had a pretty good run. Um, there's two stories I remember. Um, he, he'd been dealing with a guy for years over there, and he brought a '55 Chev Tudor Post, uh, and we were actually at the docks when it landed. Yep, he brought it and it landed there. We were getting ready to come home, um, and the guy had told him. It was a really good car, rust-free. He brought it over the phone, sort of this was pre-Facebook or um, social media or anything. Yep. So, yeah, it turned up and, yeah, the rust come free. He cut the car up and we brought, he cut like a two-foot section out around the tail lights, yep. brought them home, took the bonnet or the hood off the car, wow. cut the rest of it up and threw it in the scrap bin. <laughs> so that was, and it was a yellow and white one, I remember it. Yep. I was pretty young, but, and then... He flew into LA, met a guy, he had uh, 357 Chevs, um, struck a deal with the guy, brought him, paid him with some bank check, bit of cash, yeah, yeah. whatever, flew home, cars never arrived. <laughs> so this dragged on for years, knew where he lived and everything. Yeah. Um, 
went to court over there. Like it, it went on and on and on and on and lost out. Yeah. Um, but as for, you know, he never received them cars. They weren't junk. Yeah. He just never got yeah, them. Just never got um, so, yeah, look, for the amount of cars he's sort of played with what he's done, yeah, he's been very, very lucky. Yeah. But, I mean, if something turns up and it's not what is described by the seller to him, yeah. he'll just fix it. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't care. He's had cars that have turned up that aren't quite as good and he just goes, oh, well, it's here now. It's not, I'm not going to send it back. Yeah, it's and the same side. In it. Yeah, so you go over two days later and it's fixed. And he's probably had cars that are better than he imagined and cars yeah. that were worse than he's imagined and somewhere it balances in the middle, yeah. I guess. So, yeah, for the amount of cars he's played with, like, yeah, yeah he's been very, very lucky. I think if you're buying something sight unseen from the other side of the world, I think you've got to expect the worst and hope for the hope best. Hope for the best, I think. Yeah. Uh, But in this case, the fellow went over, went to the shop, saw the car that they were going to build and, and all that and, you know, went through it in person. Yeah, with the guy. And it showed up and it wasn't anything, you know. Yeah, was expected. I just had a quick read. It said yeah. he told the guy he wanted a hamburger with a lot. Yeah, yeah. He wanted it right. So, yeah. yeah, that'd be disappointing to know yeah. that it had been built. Yeah. And I've got friends that got cars getting built over there now. Mm. Yeah. And it's always in the back of your mind, but yeah. What do you do? Yeah. You'd want to be able to fly over and just have a look, I reckon. I don't know. Don't know whether I could do it. <laughs> don't know. But anyway, that's that's that story. Um Top Fuel Drag Racing at Mulgero. It's pretty exciting. Yep. Yeah. It was that page 100, so don't need to discuss it much, but just good to see. And again, drag racing just seems to be growing again. In yeah, I saw some footage of it up there, and um, you're right. It seems to be coming back a bit. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, I've said it before. I mean, I used to love nothing more than heading down the calder of a, you know, Friday night or, or the night drags and the funny cars would be there. Bloody awesome. Yeah, and I think Ian Kelly's feeling it too because on page 110 he's given us a bit of a story on how to tie your car on so it don't, oh, yeah. don't come saw off, that. how I, to load your trailers, you know. like It's it's funny because um, <laughs> the amount of times I've towed a car is it's not very often, but when I have done, clearly it's been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're never fully confident though. I reckon the arse is always oh, and There's not a lot of comfortable drives when you've only got something tied onto a trailer. I've know? seen guys come and buy cars. Yeah. You know, you'll be at a mate's place, they're selling the car, so we'll go over and do the sayonara, and they put them on the trailer and don't even tie them on. <laughs> and they're not cheap cars. Yeah. But, all right, we're out of here. Are you going to tie it on, mate? No, it'll be right. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah. Like, just hang on a minute, we'll tie it on. No, 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 it'll be right. No, no, we'll tie it on, mate. And that's happened multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, well, I say I won't tell you what's happened when I've towed cars. <laughs> like, just from not knowing, it's, like, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I just feel like every <laughs> time I pull up. Mainly just tied up with the, with the winch. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like every time I pull no. up, I can get about four cranks on a ratchet strap for no good reason. You know, it's like, well, this car shrinking, is it, or what? It's just like... Anyway, we, yeah. don't, we won't go into that. In gear, handbrake. Oh, she's not, mate. Well, that was pretty much the theory. Hooked up with the... Uh, with the you're one of them guys. <laughs> this is many years ago. Yeah, well, 116 sex spec, clearly back. <laughs> Actually, this was uh, another one of Lennon's picks. Oh, there you go. go. Christy McKenzie. 
the 95 Nissan 200SX. And look, that little display down at Motor X wasn't out of place, really. No, I'd say I got a spot over that one with the nude Sheila on the side of it. It's on a trailer going back to um, Adelaide on the Monday. Oh, right, okay. Can't quite think... see because there's too much glare in the photo. If I got it from the side, we would have been, it would have been a different photo. I reckon if yeah. I went through all my pictures of the auto salon, I've got, I've got pictures of this. This car. Back in the day, yeah. Yep. Early 2000s. Those auto salon shows were pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another one of Lennon's picks. I don't know whose quote this is. I kept warning Christy, get ready to cop it from the vocal Summonats crowd, but everyone seemed to love it. Hmm. So, there you go. Like I say, if the car's done right, if, you, if you're actually into cars, you'll sort of appreciate it. Yeah. Page 120, there's a Bazza done right sitting in that uh, well, Eagle 67 ute. That was one of my honourable mentions. Oh, that there you that go. is a spectacular build. I, I love, love it. I love it when I mention something that you've also got because <laughs> you've got detail and I'm just calling out pictures. Oh, I just... <laughs> I was having a flick while you guys were going through your stuff. That's impressive. Yeah. I love that little exhaust hanging out the, hanging out the side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way it sits, the way it looks and... Yeah, no, I, I couldn't couldn't leave that out. Yeah. I think I said it to you down there. Like we were talking about a couple of cars that were down at MotorX, but sometimes white is just tough. Mm, yeah, if a car is just tough enough, you can paint it white. Nothing wrong with white. Yeah, yeah but 1,250 horses under the bonnet. Yeah. Out of a barra. Out of a barra. And people want to bloody ridicule the barra. Mm. When the bonnet's closed, you can't see it. No, nah, that's it. But no, as I've said too, like we don't have a car industry here anymore. So the fact that barras are like now some sort of global phenomenon, we should be proud of that. Yeah. Being Australian, you know, that should be the first step. So to see that 67 Mustang in there that's got a barrage mm. squeezed in it, you know, all those things are cool. So no, happy there. Uh, page 126, I've ticked something for, oh, yeah, no, that was it. Uh, Nicholas Karanovic's ute. Yeah, that was a cool build. Because the stance. Leaving that page under that photo on page one twenty seven where he's standing next to it, just how slammed in the ass it is. But it's cool build, yeah. So I must have decided after that I'd kind of had enough. I had enough. So you got nothing else after that? No, that's it, mate. So well, I'll take you back to page sixty two. I couldn't leave this one out. <laughs> um, the the fat VL. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Howard Astle. I'm pretty sure. Uh, went around this at Summonats. I think he knows the owners or something. I'm pretty sure he was talking to the owners of this car. And um, yeah, that's a, that's a cool car. Not overly sold on the big, huge Simmons, but they work on the car. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind a tough VL. No, nah, that's it. You're fan of VLs and you're not anti silver. No, so that it was sort of ticks all the boxes. boxes. Yeah. And uh, I just had a mention of the drag challenge coverage. That was about it for my honourable mentions. Oh, there you uh, go. What else did we... I've just got Lennon... Look at Lennon's pick. So he picked the... As his number one pick, he picked the orange Tarana. Yep. His second pick was the blue Mustang. His third was the Hilux. He's on fire. He's on fire. Fourth was the purple XA, and fifth was Ghost. Ah, so he's he's covered everything yeah. from, from six cylinders V8s and uh, and and six spec. 
Yeah, no, can't get enough kids that know what they like. So there you go. Awesome. But yes, May twenty twenty two is probably probably one of the better magazines I think we've had a look at. Yeah, no, it was a good issue. No, really good. Well worth the eleven. What is it? Ten ninety five. Ten ninety five. Yeah, no. You have anything else to chuck in, babe? Look, I haven't brought Street Machine for a long time. Um, and then when Chris asked me to sort of have a bit of a flick through it, I went and grabbed it this week. And I've really only just dug into it while you guys have been talking. But mm. uh, like you said, yeah, it's definitely worth the 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, the quality of the shoots and the write-ups and stuff, um, even that value you guys were just talking about, mm. whatever that was, I just flicked in. And he's obviously a pretty good dude because his old man's got a 57 Chevs. <laughs> and, uh, and we sort of haven't mentioned 57s too much in this episode. <laughs> no, I, know they, yeah, I know they seem to pop up. <laughs> now I can't find the damn article. But yeah, I was just having a quick read. His old man's got a pretty tough 57. Um, yeah, but I couldn't even find a 57 in the background anywhere. I was, I was digging and digging. No, and digging, but no, <laughs> look, definitely worth the money. Um, well, I wrote it. Quality though. magazine. I wrote here in one, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> enough, I suppose. <laughs> if I had had more time, there probably would have been two out the front, but I just didn't have time today to get it out of the shed. Just poor excuse, mate. I know. <laughs> Kids swimming and running around the streets and... I was excited all morning knowing I was getting in that car and driving over. Yeah. <laughs> all you were even saying about it, it was a Corey that was saying he wants a car that does what yours does to you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I get a look when I get in that car and start it. There's a – I just have a smile. Hard, hard not to. It's it's that 57 Chev smile when you, when you turn the key. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, I know the feeling all too well. <laughs> How long have you you probably go through it in the next episode, do you? How long you had that one for? Look look, we do and yeah. we don't need to dwell on it too much, but I brought that back in two thousand and one. Yeah. Um I've been new with you for a while. No, I sold it. Ah. I had it for so like seven years. See, I don't sold it. To the episode. I, no. like, I like leaving his little roaming Moses to the release date. Oh, it just yeah. We just sat there and then all of a sudden he said, geez, we've been talking for an hour. Like, yeah. um, but like that's I said, it. you know, I love the story of that car because yeah. it was here no, and I was going in. So, leave so no, that's oh, it. So it's a big regretful sale moment, but, you know, it's another one that people can learn. It's a great-looking car. I wouldn't mind betting people will walk out the shed, maybe pull the, pull the sale sign off their own car by yeah, hearing yeah. the story because, you know. Speaking from experience, do it. Yeah. yeah, just push it in the corner, and you know if you got the shits on with it, just leave it in the corner. Yeah, well, while we're still on fifty-seven Chevs, we'll go back to Nicholas Karanovic, who had that value, and I've tracked down his old man's, uh, his old man Ned's fifty-seven, owned a staunch fifty-seven right. Chev since he was just nineteen years old, and these days it's handy for eight point eight one at one hundred and fifty-five mile an hour. Nice. Yeah, so it's fairly booking. Yeah, in a fifty-seven, yeah. But in the roaming Moses world of uh, doing things, I noticed there was one car that we didn't really touch on, but you had a pretty tough Nova too, didn't you? Yeah. That you've kind of... Yeah, we sort of got stuck on one car, but... Um, yeah, and so that again, um, many moons ago I was watching a DVD, Too Fast, Too Real for Hollywood, um, and there was a big black dude at a 70 Nova, just a gassed-up big block, and it was pulling wheel stands on the street. And, mm. And I just went, man, I've got to have me one of them. Geez, that looks good, you know. And um, the old man was in the States at the time. I rang him up said, just keep an eye out for a 70 Nova. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, we're doing Long Beach swap, mate. This weekend, I'll let you know. 
And lo and behold, he rang me. He goes, there's one out in the car park. I just walked out, just a bog stock, 307, power glide. Can just drive down to the docks now. He wants, I think it was three grand at the mm. time. Yep. So yeah, buy it. Well, he sort of had to fend off a bunch of Mexicans. They'd come over and decided they wanted it. So they're trying to talk a deal to the guy while the old man's on the phone to me and yeah. the old girl's trying to pay him and these Mexicans were getting a bit <laughs> upset. So they sort of paid the money and grabbed the title and took off. But yeah. it come home and um, we registered and Rowie drove that as her everyday car. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was super reliable. The yeah. heater worked sensational. It was just, uh, and she drove that, yeah, it'd be four or five years. Um, and then it was a car. Oh, I love them, especially once you get some big feet and stuff under them. But especially when you see, like you don't, it's not something you see all the time. When no. you do see one, it's like, yeah, check that out. But that um, that all escalated. I sold that car to my boss at the time, Steve Costa. Gets another mention. Yeah. Um, he brought it for his young bloke. He wanted to do him a little muscle car as his first car. So I'd sold it to him to buy a big block, a blown big block. Um, which I was going to put in. I've got a little 56 Nash, which we never even... Yeah, no, we so never the, even touched on the Nash. The big block was going to roll into that anyway, so I ended up having to paint my old Nash for his young bloke, mm. or my old Nova for his young bloke, uh, and we got it all done, electric blue, white stripes, and he didn't want it. So Steve went, oh, do you want to buy it back? Yep. And I had a Chrysler, 56 Chrysler there at the time that I'd moved... And I said, you know, yeah, I'll buy it back. Like, I love that Nova, you know. And being that it wasn't going anywhere, it was going to his young bloke was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I was selling it, it was disappearing. Yeah, so yeah. I brought it back and we touched on Costa's Barbecue in the next episode too, but Costa's Barbecue was coming up and I sort of went, oh, I've got a big block sitting there. and Painted car. Painted car. Maybe I should just shoehorn it in. So <laughs> we hooked in for a couple of weeks and, yeah, it ended up with an 871, which was on it anyway, but, man, that was a fun car. <laughs> it was, it, it made, it made no boost, and it was like four hundred horsepower at the tires. Jesus, and it was just an animal. <laughs> I went down and seen Chris Dalton. I said, "I oh, just, just tweak with it a bit," and we put four pound of boost into it, and it punched it up to six fifty at the tires, and that was just, you couldn't drive it like that eight and a half inch tire on the back. So, yeah. and he goes, "Oh, we can go a bit more if you want. Like." We'll probably pop a thousand out of it, but just take it home and get a feel for it, and and it, you, you just couldn't drive it. Yeah, you know, it was like driving in the wet with ball tires. But um, yeah, and look, I just had this crazy moment and sold it, and yeah, um, that could probably go listed as another regrettable sale. Yeah, yeah I, like I have that. since chased it up and found it, but guy doesn't want to move it on. So. Yeah, well. but yeah, they're good fun cars. Has uh, young Lily got any picks out of the magazine she wants to run through before we move on? What do you like out of it? Any particular favourites that you like? Well, there's a green one. The green one? The ute? No, not the ute. Not the ute. I'm trying to find it now. No, that's okay. We'll bear with you. If you put up with me, we can put up with you, that's for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Little Tarana at Drag Challenge. Page 51. Page 51. Photo number five. Oh, here we go. Yeah, now pay attention, Dad. Brendan. <laughs> yeah, First that's a good shot. repairing the LC. One bad LC. One bad LC, yeah. Yeah, definitely the sort of car that used to roll around the streets of Ballarat as well. Been plenty of light, bright, coloured little LJ LC Tirana getting around town. You've just got a thing for lime green, haven't you? Maybe. Me, me too. Me too. That's what it is. <laughs> Anything else? 
<laughs> Is there anything else you spotted while I was flicking? There was one more. Well, Brendan Zito, Lily's a fan of your one bad LC, mate. What are they doing repairing the LC sway bar after discovering it had been snapped for quite a while? Due to 1.264 broken with. No, I knew there was going to be a hot rod there somewhere. <laughs> so that page is unnumbered. What are we at? That's been good too to see, buddy. 102. Bit of hot rod content. Anthony in his 37 Chevy Coupe. Uh, oh, yeah. Motor by, uh, motivated by a 584 cubic inch. Big block. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> good choice. Yeah, still good. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've got taste. Yeah, no, the girl knows what she likes. We'll hear a bit more about that in the next episode, eh? We definitely go into that and how she settled on a style for this uh, 34 Roadster that she's building. But, yeah, no, definitely saw what she liked and went bang. That's it. I'm mm. on it. So, no, looking very much forward to that one. Oh, move on to the music chat. What's... Uh... Bring a guest in, I reckon. Yeah. What have we been listening to? I listen to anything, mate. I can go from a bit of Tay-Tay to Slipknot. <laughs> There's been multiple nights in my bar room, boys dancing around, a bit of shake it off, but I probably shouldn't brag about that. Um, <laughs> you got your boys. Got There's boys no shame in that, mate. We're all pretty eclectic. Boys dancing in the bar room. Yeah. Our music taste spans pretty far and wide. What we jailed on one, didn't we? Was it? Um, oh, it was Eskimo Callboy, wasn't it? You and I. Yeah, I reckon there was a mention about of that a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, because yeah. I listened to the episode and I'm like, oh, they're onto it finally. <laughs> like, and then I'd sent yeah. you through a couple of videos and oh, you... so you're already a fan. Yeah, yeah. How good are they? I'd locked onto them. The the video popped up on me newsfeed, and I sort of went, you know, the the bowl cuts and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, and I started it, and I'm like, what the hell? And it got into it, and I just mm, showed what all the boys. Electric, 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 yeah, but yeah, I feel like because I mean, and I put you on to bloody wood as well, yeah. I reckon they're a bit too serious because there's just something fun in bloody electric cowboy. Oh, yeah, Eskimo cowboy, there's yeah, they, just something joyous in what they do. Yeah, they take the piss, but yeah. good tunes, so yeah, yeah, no, definitely. See, so Def Leppard have got a new album out, have they? Yeah, I haven't seen that. They've released two signal singles, Take What You Want. It's got a line in it about soldier to soldier, and it wasn't too bad. But there's another one which is called Kick, which I think is going to be the bogan bedroom anthem of the future, mm. spoken by a guy who broke up with two girls who used to love pour some sugar on me. And and what eighties female didn't like? Well, it's a deal breaker for me now. If one more girl walks into a lounge room and starts shuffling around to that song, I'm probably out the door. Yeah, right. You know, but when you've just broken up from when you break up with one girlfriend, you get the new girlfriend and find out that's her favourite song too. It's like it's I've never been. I don't know. I just I couldn't get into Def Leppard. No, me neither. I didn't like their sound. I had to go backwards. I didn't. I I remember. I can still remember the day. When um, our neighbour at the time, like we lived at one end of the court and we had friends at the other end of the court out Scarsdale and they had a couple of kids and their oldest was a couple of years older than, than I was and he, he bought a, a brand-new CD player. You know, it was it was brand-new CD player. And he said, oh, have a listen to this. And it was, um, what was their first? Hysteria? Hysteria was the big one, wasn't Hysteria, it? Hysteria, oh, well, the... Uh, par- uh, pyromania. Yeah, Hysteria, they Big one, then put it on. I don't know. There was, I just couldn't. Good production, great just, production. Um, I know. I've never, I mean, they've got some good songs, and obviously, their vocal 
Oh, their vocal range is was was yeah. <laughs> they hooked me as a kid. I went back to Pyromania to have a look, have a listen uh, the other day to work out to work out why I got hooked as a kid. Maybe because then all of a sudden there's songs that I'd kind of put onto them later and went, oh yeah, but that's that later. No, no, off that first album stuff that I don't like now that I might have liked back then. But yeah, yeah. they were always in my periphery. They were there, but they weren't. Yeah, I never I might have to go back and listen. I think it was that electric drum. That sound, yeah, the drums that sound electric and sort of necessary, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, but I did, I just didn't like. And credit to him, shameful reveal, oh, him for what he did to yeah. come back from that accident, yeah, and be able to play yeah. drums like. I got a shameful reveal. My best mate, who was a mad drummer, who was my best man at my wedding, I bought him the album after the drummer had lost his arm. Yeah, like, why would you buy that for your mate who's a fucking drummer? It just—it made no fucking sense. I saw the art on the cover, and I went, oh, "It looks really cool." It's a chick sitting in front of a mirror. It looks like a skull. Ooh, that's good. And I give it to him, and like, I don't think he ever played it. Trying to jinx him. I might have to go sense. back and have a listen. But, um, yeah. Anyway, no, I wasn't aware that a new album. So, anything in particular that you reckon we should be listening to? Like I said, I'm pretty across the board. We. Lily and Young Nash, they're on to Tom McDonald at the moment. I don't know whether you've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard a bit of Tom McDonald. Um, yeah, he, he's very political, but um, sort of our side of the fence, if that makes sense. Yeah, no. He's got a couple of songs too. He, he sort of releases a song every, what's well, there, Friday, yeah. or Saturday type thing, and he released another one this morning. Yeah, but, no. And he crosses um, genres a bit too, doesn't he? Yeah. Like it's rap, it's rock, it's a little bit. <laughs> Lyrically really good. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's got a good message. Yeah. <laughs> Not for everyone. Yeah, no, shout, no. Out, shout out to my soul family in Geelong because they tuned me into Tom McDonald. Yeah, okay. You know? yep. so, okay. Yeah, the crew that listen. Mm. And I I stumbled upon the heavy Sultans of Swing by Leo and Mary Spender yesterday, which um, Baden said that he's heard, like I mentioned Leo to you. Wasn't yeah, Leo's it? been around for a while. He's been around for so a while. So he does Jude. like heavy versions of modern day songs. Yep. I think I'm thinking. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he does well too. I enjoy his stuff. A few people have rocked up Salt so a swing. Yeah, well, this one seems pretty respectful and then just launches hard. You know, I didn't mind it, so I'll probably go back for another listen. Everything sounds better, heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you, one is that You're on to something. Except for Oasis. He plays, he, he, he plays King Parrot and all the parrots turn up for a feed, mate. Yeah. You know? I've seen King Parrot the live. They're one of the best shows. Are we going to the concert? When? It? when? Uh, Volta. Uh, end of this month. I think we need to do that. Yeah. Yep. King Parrot. Is that your recommendation for this month? That'll do. I've yeah. been a bit preoccupied this month, so I haven't been listening to a lot of music. It's been cutting a bit deep, if you know what I mean. Yep. So nothing new, but... Yep. Um, actually, so in the vein of Eskimo Callboy, I'm still calling him Eskimo Callboy. Yeah, no, nah, that's it. Um, Australian band called Twelve Foot Ninja. Oh yeah, yeah. You heard them? Mm. They're quite. They're they're a fun band. Yeah, they're good and just super tight live. Oh, they're awesome. Chats have got a new track out. Six liter GTR. Mm. I haven't heard it. I can't get into the chats. <laughs> got a chanty chorus. I'll give it a go. GTR. I'll try. It. Like I said, I'll listen to anything. But yeah. when, when um, that freaking Smoko song come out, it's like, what the fuck is this doing on the radio? Don't let us put you to the Nickelback test. Aren't they in the US at the moment? Oh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> well, they, they were laughing. I mean, good luck. I'm happy to married, mate. 
Yeah. Good. And I have a wife that likes Nickelback. Yeah, well, he said he, I like Nickelback. Yeah, well, he said he'll listen to pretty much anything in this studio last time. And I, I said, heard Nickelback. Nickelback can get fucked. Yes, yeah. I did hear that. You'd see that going on a T-shirt. So I said pretty. I said pretty much anything. Yeah, I, I will listen to anything. I decide whether I like it after I've listened to it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a cool snippet, I reckon. <laughs> like that. Um, uh, um, talking about rocking things up. One of my favourites is Volbeat's Dusty Springfield, Only Want to Be With You. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. one of the best rock rock and roll covers you'll ever hear, I reckon. Drop D, any the rock and heavy yeah. guitars. I mean, I'm a big Volbeat fan anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's got to go onto my list then because everyone else is sitting here smiling. Haven't you heard yeah. it? Haven't you heard You've it? You've never heard Volbeat. Oh, no. Nah. Really? Yeah, sorry. Oh, Dusty Springfield. <laughs> Dusty Volbeat, I think. It's a seal breaker. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely get onto it. That's yeah. what sort of kicked it. I mean, they're a Danish, I don't know, what you'd almost call them hot rod metal, I suppose. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what you call them, but, but I'll send Dusty you through some links to where to start with them. Yeah, tune me up. Mate. I only want to be with you is one of the best. We we covered it once or twice at Irish Murphy's back in the day just for shits and giggles, and geez, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> he made me. Mick uh, Maudsley on the drums, double kick. <laughs> oh, that worked. Oh, mate, it was awesome. You rehearsing? You you rehearse for tomorrow? Mm. No. <laughs> you got gigs tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Back at Wallace tomorrow for Mother's, Mother's Day. Day lunch tomorrow. That'll be interesting. It's all right. I just. I'd recommend it. You know, to get a get a pizza and just sit in front of the stage. I just sit in the corner and do my shit. Working all day tomorrow, mate. I'd just sit in front of the stage and yell requests. Mother oh, today wouldn't get a table there, would you? <laughs> no, nah, you wouldn't get a table. They usually have two sittings. Table for one. Yeah. Um, I think you can always get a table. I think they could always have one. We're going out for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> so. I'm with the band. I'll pull that trick. Yeah, there you go. You can do that. You can come and sit up for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers' new album and... Um, Took me a few goes, but I actually like it. Same, same. Have not like gone it. there yet. I like it. Oh, no, I had some little bits for it. I wouldn't say, I mean, it, you know, it's it's like all those bands, like, you know, Pearl Jam, you'll never get another 10, and yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers, you'll never get another Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but I've got a real One Hot Minute vibe about this. No, it's grown on me. There's a bit of nostalgia. I didn't mind One Hot Minute back in the day, and I've, this is, it's got that sort of vibe. Yeah. It's got their old guitarist back, what's his name, Frishy, Frishianti. Yeah. Real Hendrixy type feel to the guitar, and I'd, I'd recommend Poster Child for a listen. Yeah, what was the other one with the buddy AO in it? I can't remember. Oh, there's an AO. There's an AO in there. Definitely. So like like actually, Chili Peppers not surprised. I'd, I'd actually I'd actually rehearsed a little bit you know, before I decided that we'll keep going poetry for a minute. But, okay. You know. I don't mind. Also, uh, my, um, also, my hallowed be thy name intro is still take a little bit more work. Okay, right? keep working on it. <laughs> I don't mind. You need uh, respect Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> I don't mind the Grade Eight song. I don't, that's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's pretty cool. I don't mind it. No, it's got some good stuff, and it's word heavy in a few verses, and yeah, no, it is. It's sort of it's gone back to their old sort of real probably funky stuff where they've not. Yeah, they went. The Californication was a bit radio-ish, yep. which was I didn't mind it, but it's I don't know it's cool. But yeah, back in the old freaky styley days and stuff too. You know, yep. like it was all pretty obscure. Mm. So now it's no, it's a pretty good album. Um, yeah, podcast, the usual podcast. Been off as I was telling you. I've been a bit off Joe Rogan of late. I don't know. 
I got about an hour into that Mike Tyson interview and it's like they just devolved. It's just no. Nah. There's only so much you can talk about chimps. It's just, it becomes an issue when he gets too stoned. Yeah. Him and his guests get ripped. I've seen the video. That's the end of it. I don't know if you've ever seen the video of him with Bill Burr, and Bill Burr virtually takes over the takes over the stage, <laughs> like actually sits in Joe's seat yeah. and tries to help him. Yeah, because he's that. And Joe doesn't realise, but he is embarrassing himself. Yeah. And and Bill's in there just trying to do it all really gracefully and just sort of pushes him off. I mean, I don't side. mind when, when there's actual of chat, topic but... of discussion, but when they're just going, oh, have you seen this and this and this? And it's like, I was excited. I was like, Jamie, oh, Jamie, find that chip video. Mike Thompson, they're <laughs> going to have a real, like I was expecting a Tyson, you know, tell us about this, tell us about that. But oh, show us that video of the chip. Oh, it's his second time on, so they did all that in the first Yeah, time. yeah. Never mind. So nothing arm chair expert. I mean, that's always a... But at least from that yeah. first episode, we knew how passive he was, so we know how much of an arsehole that bloke on the aeroplane must have been. That bloke on the aeroplane was just asking for, like, <laughs> what a dickhead. Yeah. So he, he, he wanted that. Yeah. He, he knew someone that. somewhere on that aeroplane was filming. And if you listen to that earlier one with Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan, Tyson sort of had some illicit experiences and all of a sudden was overhitting people and feeling bad for the people he's hit. <laughs> you know, like he just turned into this real pacifist. Yeah. You know? and, it's, and it sort of seemed weird that he, you know, because it was either a lie or this other guy is just a pure arsehole. Yeah, the setup you know? that was like, yeah, he was itching for it, wasn't he? Oh, he'll make money out of that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I got hit by Ty- Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> Why aren't you dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that's about me for music and whatnot. Um, Did you, have you guys the Bad Wolves? Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah heard um, Tommy Vex used to sing from, and they've now changed singers. I obviously preferred him with Tommy Vex, but yeah, um, he's moved on to his own little thing now. Is that the people that did Zombie, the yeah, Zombie, yeah, yeah. Zombie, yeah. Um, he's moved on and done a thing of his own now, the Lone Wolf. Oh yeah, uh, I think it's called Trust the Science. Science. There we it's go. A pretty good song. Yep, I like it. Nice and heavy. Look at it. And I like his voice anyway. He's, he's pretty good. But It'd be good to be able to play some, wouldn't it? But we can't get around copyright with that shit here. Mm. <laughs> Didn't think of that. What else should the kids be listening to, really? I don't know. <laughs> the kids don't listen to the stuff she listens to. <laughs> no, well, that's what I mean. That's why she got start tuning them Like my daughter, Lily. Just She grew up listening to what I listened to, and now she's a metalhead. So. <laughs> Lily's a big five-finger... Death, Death Punch, Punch. Pan, a fan, yep. and Shine Down. There's another song. I don't know who the singers are, but it's called Zombified. Zombified. That's um, it's one of them newer metal bands. Uh, I do have it here somewhere. I only just seen it written. Falling in Reverse. Have you seen the film? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Great film clip. There's a bare metal, I think it's a Chevy Coupe. Yeah. <laughs> Lara and everything poking through the bonnet and they're running over zombies and shooting them. And yeah, it's a cool clip. Lily loves it. Nash is still a little bit, being five, yeah. it's going to freak him out. He's going to have nightmares about it. But, um, yeah, good film clip. Yeah. So, yeah, we were lucky enough. We'd done a trip to the States four years ago. Yeah. And we were in Tennessee and the stadium, or in Nashville, the stadium there, I'd got wind that Five Finger Death Punch was playing a concert. So we went and it was actually the Bad Wolves, Shine Down and Five Finger. Wow. So we got to see all three. Because by the, well, we don't have under 18 gigs here. No. So Lily's never going to see Five Finger Live. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I took Lily out that night. and Americans are very spoiled. with their shows. Like you see, you, know, you just look up your favourite band and they're, they're touring and it's like, you're right. 
Yeah. Unless they're um, unless they're pulling rot labour sort of figures. Gigs. It's the corner hotel, isn't it? Or it's mm. you know, yeah, the forum and you know, the smaller gigs. Yeah, but they're all Big over eighteen. Yeah, we don't have too many. No, there's an age right. gigs. You're right. I'd, there's not much you can take kids to. I'd take yeah, I'd take Toby to the big day out. Or you know a sound wave, but then you have to sort of keep an eye on everything, yeah, just so we go and see that headliner at the end. You know? Oh, sound waves were the best. Jeez, they were good, but just the worst thing when they shut up shop. Uh, mm. So I remember going to see King Parrot. I took my niece, yeah. and they played above a panel shop in the back streets of Melbourne somewhere, like it was the middle of nowhere. And they're down on the corner having a smoke, and she was too shy. She wanted to go down and meet him, and I said, "Well, come on, yes, let's go." Well. Yeah. So we wanted to do, what's going on, fellas? Oh, seriously, she has you to see us, yeah. So even in the show, they made mention of her. And, you know, it was three times bigger than this room. Like, it was small, but the show they put on. Yeah. Man, see, I'll be going yep. when they're here as well. Yeah, good, the end of good the bunch of dudes. Yeah, sweet. Sounds like a crew. Anything else? I think that's a podcast. Isn't I it? think we're pretty good, mate. I think that's a wrap. That's an epic one, too. Epic one. Epic. We've gone hour and 20. Hmm. Oh, well, it's all right. We've got another I'm hour guess, or so. I'm next. guessing. Yeah, about that. Oh, got another hour or so with Baden next time. That's it. <laughs> In episode 24. And now I'm going to try and uh, twist Lily's arm a little bit so see if she can do an intro and an outro for the next Roaming Moses. Well, we'll just leave. Her and her we'll, dad. We'll just leave and then she'll have to do it. We'll leave her in Scotty's capable hands. Yeah, you don't, we're gone. Don't stress. <laughs> can edit. Pause will help you. Mom. You She'll can be take right. as much time as you want. We can edit and cut it and paste it together. Yeah. Uh, well, so thanks very much for jumping on for episode 23, Baden. Oh, I good? appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, no, really Just keen. sort of start getting a feel for it towards the end there and the old nerves go away. And... Yeah, no, glad I'm to I'm looking here, forward mate. to listening to episode 24. Yeah, 24. Yeah. I usually... Uh, and there's not many of the Roaming Moses I've previewed, apart from when I load them up on the um, on the hosting side. I might just skip through and make sure they're there, but I usually just make sure I'm one of the listeners tuning in on the release day, so uh, I don't know what's coming. Yeah, no, it's a ripper. I'm nearly due to have a listen back through it again, but, yeah, normally the same deal. I'll be listening to it as the listeners are joining in, but, yeah. yeah I might stay clear of it, I think. You'd like to listen to it before you upload it, don't you? Because I might miss you. No. No, I... I oh, I don't. I think I think Chris does. I have a bit of a listen after I get them through from you. Right. Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah. You just trust me, don't you? There's a file, yep. Up to fire side and it's done. I'll listen to it on the Thursday release. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last... Uh, I'm sure you'll get feedback if there's a fuck-up. Not the uh, not the Chick Henry one, the one before, because we the Dave Gilfoy one. Yeah. It's like the Nickelback thing. I forgot I even said it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you commented in the morning. It's like, oh, yeah, it's comment of the day. It's like, I think, what? Yeah. <laughs> I listen to it. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, and as I said earlier, if one person likes something and no one else hates on it, well, Joe's Garage liked the poem, the Bigfoot one, thought yeah. it was well written and enjoyed it. So yeah, I think you're in relatively safe territory there. Yeah, that's it. You're not so. going to get cancelled over that, mate. Nah, nah. All good. In fact, people will tolerate it and then then wait for our magazine. That's pretty good. Anyway, anyway I'm happy. We'll sign off. We'll start talking. We can just keep going all over. Okay. Thanks. I'm out. See ya. Mm-hmm.